0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the best Pokemon podcast there ever was. A Wild Podcast has appeared. I am your host, Jim Biscardi, and with me, as always, are my other hosts, Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome back, guys, for another week.
1: Hello, hello. Talking
0: about our favorite pocket monsters.
2: I am here. I am definitely here.
1: (laughs) Such enthusiasm.
0: That, that's the that's the kind of enthusiasm you can come to expect from really just Christian. I have to carry a lot of the water for the fun and enthusiasm on this show. Uh, if you are Whoa. new to this show.
2: Whoa.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow, these are these are lies. Megan is I mean, also very enthusiastic. Christian is never. If you're I new to this haunted. show, we break the show down into three parts. We do a quick news hit, some bullet point stuff, then we do we take a break. We come back for a deep dive, and then we end the show with everyone's favorite thing—the Pokemon fact of the week. And we are still in technically Halloween. This episode will be out for Halloween. It's like no pressure offer, but like this
1: fact better give me legitimate nightmares.
0: (laughs) I mean. Also, if you're new to the show, that segment is also generally horrifying. Uh, (laughs) But for Halloween, they've been especially so.
1: It's basically the segment where we look too far. That's true. That's true.
0: We also read listener reviews, so if you guys want a chance to win a free comicbook.com t-shirt, all you have to do is head on over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and if we read it on the air and you let us know, we'll send you a shirt. We're the podcast that keeps on giving.
1: Absolutely. We give you clothes. We give you laughter. we give you
0: nightmares. Lots of nightmares. Hoffer
1: specifically gives you nightmares. I don't (laughs) want to be associated (laughs) with that narrative.
0: (laughs) All right, uh, so first up, there's a, a bit of Pokemon Go news. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. We have a new team leader in Pokemon Go.
2: Not a new team leader. No. Uh, They're an existing team leader, but we learned something new about them. That's right. So Blanche, the team leader of Team Mystic, has been recently confirmed to be non-binary, which is a nice little cool gesture for those fans who don't conform to the binary masculine or feminine genders. Um, People have had their suggestions all summer. The Pokemon Go Twitter account has always referred to Blanche as Blanche as opposed to using his or hers. And in a recent blog post, they use they, mm. the singular they pronoun uh, mm-hmm. to describe Blanche, which kind of is the, the, the trademark, um, that that's what nonbinary non-binary people. Tend mm-hmm. to use, so you know it's it's a nice little gesture. It doesn't change anything, obviously. I noticed a few other people on the internet noticed. You know, the com or uh, Pokemon Go hasn't made like a thing of it at all. You know, it's not like they're doing the whole like you know, hey, we're announcing this like diversity. Thing that we're doing but it's still really cool it's really inclusive you know and you know if you're somebody who doesn't really care about that sort of thing it doesn't impact you at all which you know i guess is a thing that some people care about so you know just a nice little cool gesture that the pokemon go people did so kudos to them
1: yeah i think it's super interesting. I mean, I, I love the fact that they haven't made, like, a big spiel about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like it's almost 2020, the new decades here. I'm really excited for the point where, like, this kind of discussion doesn't even need to be had. It's just like a, oh, that's, it's, just, it's just just a, a thing. thing. But I think it is so cool. Also, I'm biased because I'm Team Mystic. Hey. A. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's super cool. It's some, some great information. And I like that it's been a consistent narrative that, like, the Pokemon Go company, like, when it first came out, like, the game itself, they didn't have a narrative of you know Blanche subscribing to a binary gender um the whole time it was like that from the beginning Blanche is Blanche it's not a mm-hmm. she or her or him and he situation it's just a they they are a person which is super cool um I'm interested to see if any kind of like future nuggets um like that end up further in the Pokemon franchise so it'll be interesting to keep an eye out for
0: but we'll go hit another pretty cool milestone I don't want to say this was a milestone but pokemon go hitting three billion in sales that's a a lot of money for a mobile game so
2: whenever you know one of the things that i commonly get as a pokemon journalist is oh do people still play pokemon go he said yes yes they do i am a pokemon (laughs) journalist thank you very much i am i am like north america's only paid pokemon journalist (laughs) (laughs) Um. um but yeah like you know people are still playing it and they've enjoyed a big summer where they're like making they're still making like a hundred million dollars a month which that's just insane this game's been out for three years i mean that's like candy crush numbers and candy crush only makes the money it does because you know old people love to play it and you know they spend their ira money on it and stuff you know um so you know, Pokemon Go is doing it's it's just kicking. It's never going to end until we get Pokemon Go two. Do you think that? Do you think?
1: Yeah, I was about to say. Do you think they'll ever realistically do that though?
2: Um, I I think eventually. I I know that the kind of like they said they had like a five or ten year plan for this game. I could see that you know it it wouldn't just be like you know okay we're resetting the game and we're going to slowly do a drip of Pokemon, it would be like a new... They would have to come up with a big advance in AR technology in order to do it. Mm-hmm. I think it will eventually happen, but you know, I think it would be because of a big technology boost, not because of them just deciding to reset the game. They did something like that for Ingress, which was Niantic's first AR game, where they kind of, like, moved the storyline forward, and they moved to, like, uh, I, I forget what the name, if it's, like, called, I think it was called, like, Ingress Prime or something like that, but it was basically a sequel series, and, you know, all the players moved to it, you know, they didn't, like, lose much of their fan base, and it, it wasn't, like, a hard reset or anything like that. Basically, it was just a way for them to include a bunch of new features and kind of, like, change the gameplay a little, so I could see them, like, Doing stuff like getting rid of Stardust or, you know, making some major gameplay changes and eventually,
0: you know, I always figuring get, out. I always get yeah. super cautious when, when games do that. And this is, a, this is a real sort of old throwback type of story that I'm going to tell in just a second. But uh, there was an old MMR, MMORPG that I used to play on the computer called Asheron's Call. And I loved it. And then they released Asheron's Call 2. And everyone stopped playing both. Oh no! (laughs) because the second game was not good they're like well but it looks so much better because i mean don't get me wrong the the first game looked like hot garbage it was just not it it was just not a pretty game competing in an age where world of warcraft was really starting to sort of come into its game and that that whole era of mmorpgs really started to take leaps and bounds uh, ahead of this first game and so I think it was, I forget who it was a turbine I think it was the developer and they were just like oh well we can we can do this we've been working on this game and look it looks better it's the same game that you've loved and it was not it was just mm-hmm. totally it was not that it was totally different it was different enough that everyone was just like uh all right I'm done jeez I know it Man. was really tragic it really left a mark on me I'm sorry really That was a gem story
2: that I was expecting to like make a hard like left turn into like, yeah, I was playing this MMO RPG. And then I started like a like money farm operation. And <laughs> nope, it just stayed on the straight and narrow. I'm I'm genuinely shocked.
0: Like I was expecting that just to take a really dark you, turn. I'm not you know what, forget it. you yeah, joke oh, now we're gonna go there. So you joke about it, but <laughs> <laughs> So yes. I may have done something like that similar it was not dissimilar to gold farming in World of Warcraft and and things like that but yeah sure I sold some gold on eBay or sold some resources on eBay for the game yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Oh, my
0: God, Jim. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, I just assume, like, you know, like, like, oh, here's a random story. It's
2: like, how's Jim going to turn this into, like, a bilking scam? You <laughs> turned it into
0: a bilking scam. I was not going to go there.
1: Yeah. He's going to keep <laughs> no. it private. He's going to keep it secret. He's going to keep was... it safe.
0: I thought it was irrelevant <laughs> to the story I was trying to tell, but now well, here well, we are.
1: Hopper's dragging in. Anyway,
0: speaking of how to well, make a lot of money, I, I a I rare do... Pokemon card sold for $200,000.
1: I do need to say this first if we do get a second pokemon go game i demand it be called pokemon go go <laughs> and that's the only thing i demand that's literally it and now we can continue our Pokemon card. Not discussion. gonna lie, Megan, I
0: don't think that's what they're gonna do.
1: I don't care. That's <laughs> what I suggest.
0: So a rare yeah. Pokemon card sells for two hundred thousand dollars. Is this now? Does everyone need to go check their collections to see if they have this card? No, because I like guarantee you
1: they don't have it. <laughs> yeah,
2: no one, no one has this card. This is well, this is
1: clearly not... someone, has
0: someone
2: has it. someone has <laughs> it. It's sold. So, so you know, this. Uh, what? Which, which card is this, Megan? I was supposed to say you. It, you were the one who wrote this story. Yeah.
1: Out. So basically, there's a lot of rare Pokemon cards but there are some that are just like stupid rare. Mm -hmm. One of these is the original Illustrator Pikachu card which came out back in 1998. It was released... And, like, there was only, like, like less than 20, I think it was, like, 12 or something, given out to the winners of a Koro Koro illustration contest in Japan. So this is a Japanese Jeez. card. Um, any releases of it that you see in, like, English or, you know, like, anything like that, those they're are bootleg replicas. Um, they're looking for the original contest winning cards. They are very rare. The, the card that sold that was for, uh, like, $200,000, um, it was, like, 198 something shipping and handling on that. I don't even know, I don't even care. But (laughs) basically, it was a 9.8 graded mint card, um, and it sold for a lot of money. And like, I think it was like in 2011 or 2012, one of these cards sold that same 9.8 mint condition, and it only sold for 80. 000. Still a lot of money. I hate that I have to say it only sold mm-hmm. for that, but compared to the like two hundred thousand dollars bump, you can just see how um much that is appreciated <laughs> and and these years and I mean Pokemon's getting popular, that card Sold for a lot of money.
2: So my big question is, are they shipping that via standard mail? Like the last expensive Pokemon card that got sold for big bucks and then got stolen out of someone's mailbox.
1: I hope whoever willingly put the money down for that had the money to either send themselves to pick it up in person or send someone else to pick it up for them. That is not something. Also, I say this because I just got, like, one of – like, I ordered a collectible recently that got lost in the mail, and I'm very upset about it. And, like, I was able to work, like, a refund and, like, exchange back for it. like, Mm -hmm. I only spent, like, $100. I didn't (laughs) spend six figures on it, so – Yeah, if I somehow had that kind of disposable income, I would be sending myself to the auctioneer and saying, give me my card. And then I would like handcuff it to myself.
2: Who would have thought that, you know twenty years after our Pokemon card craze happened that these cards would still be selling for big money. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you know, it's no that,
0: different th- I mean it's no different from other collectibles, right? I mean comics yeah, do the same but, thing and
2: you know at the same time, like you know, the difference is is like with comics, those are like old comics, you know. Like, yeah, like, Action Comics 1 is going to sell for a lot of money, but you don't think of something that's made, like, 25 years ago... Sure. ...is going to sell for the that, like, crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, it's the same thing whenever I see, like, a magic card, you know, mm-hmm. go for, like, insane bucks. And then I think to myself, you know, I played the original, like, three magic uh, expansions, mm-hmm. like, the base set and the first two expansions, and now when I see these cards go for like insane amounts of money i like think to myself that card looks awfully familiar <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like i think i might have used one of those somewhere of my decks and like you know i just gave my magic cards away when i was like 11 years old because it was already like way too complicated for me and i got into pokemon cards but you know like i just like think about it like you know even today like even the big cards that are used in you know competitive decks are they sell for insane amounts of money like i remember there was the tapu lele i think it was um, and that thing was selling for like 100 200 bucks online mm-hmm. and that was nuts and that was just for a, a a plain old nothing super special about a card you know these things still sell yeah, for lots it's weird of money. like i can
0: understand the the speculation market in comics because that's just like oh this character is going to show up somewhere be important or whatever mm-hmm. but for cards i i tr- i don't get it outside of truly just straight up rarity for some of this stuff i think yeah. that's really the only i think that like, that's the speculation right like where like you don't really know how many of these cards are, yeah. are actually made or in circulation mm-hmm. and yeah. so if you only see it you know sort of once or twice and it happens to be a good card then boom yeah. it, it goes up but
1: the craziest thing about this card is it's not even the rarest like like it's one yeah. of the top rare mm-hmm. it's like in the top three for sure but like like the consensus is amongst collectors and you know like big time collectors is it the rarest card is the pre-release Raichu card Mm. because Mm. like so like maybe eight maybe eight of them were ever released they have never popped up on second hand market no one knows if they even still exist or what's happened to them because the only differentiation with this card is a tiny tiny little stamp Mm. so like it, it looks like a completely normal Raichu card unless you notice that stamp, like, that's it. And no one knows where they went or how, like, how they've circulated. <laughs> no one knows. But, like, people have estimated it's probably worth half a million dollars that's if an, it, oh it was my found.
0: Well, it's just so funny, too, because, like, I listen to an action figure podcast, whatever, uh, but a lot of the things that they get, they'll, they'll talk about or go after are, like, prototypes and mm-hmm. unreleased stuff or, like, things that, like were totally slated to come out shown on in like a catalog uh but never made it to store shelves but exist as prototypes and you know things like that and that whole world just like fascinates me and just even that like you know these cards that may just be promo cards or that you know six exist or 12 exist or 30 exist and just like what is it what is the person who has that doing with it like is it in a frame in their house somewhere is it tucked away in a binder and you just have no idea till you know someone dies and someone's going through some stuff like i'm just like what I think do people it's, do I with think this it's stuff?
1: probably those two extremes exactly it's the people who don't know what they have it is tucked away because who knows or it's in like a little mom pa shop and like they don't understand what it is
0: what i what i've wanted to do at one point was um i wanted to collect a bunch of charizard holofoils from uh the original pokemon deck and just like just see how many i can get and just put them in a frame. Cuz some of them are like they're like worth they're worth nothing, right? Like the if it's a non-shadowless, non-first edition, then you know, you can get them for like 20, 30 bucks. But i wanted to see how many of them i could just kind of like amass to put in a frame. So if you, if you have a Charizard card and you don't really want anything to do with it, uh, i will send you my mailing address. No, i'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's just interesting, right? Because it's one of those things where a lot of there there are always instances where these cards are sometimes worth nothing one day and then worth everything. Just sort of yeah. the next. And a lot of that really has to do with, you know, just the, either the story behind some of these things or or really just how, like, the market kind of responds. It, it is fascinating.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite, like, kind of, like, market speculation sources this has nothing to do about Pokemon. But uh, do you guys remember the comic series Morning Glories? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I had a friend of mine, when that series was, like, First came out and was super hot and stuff like that. And he just like ran around and bought up like every copy of Morning Glory's number one (laughs) that he could get. And then he sold them all on eBay like over the next week and made like $5,000. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Jeez. Well, that, <laughs> but that's like, a, but that's how volatile that stuff is, right? Because then, like a, a couple months later, a couple years later, that book is worth nothing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no one cares about Morning Glories. It's it's a nothing. It's a nothing comic that was like you know. But when that comic first came out, everyone's like, this is the last, like the next lost, like this is going to like everyone. This is going to be the next big thing. And spoiler, it wasn't because it was like totally incomprehensible. Um, and made. No freaking sense whatsoever. And everyone looked like exactly the same, but
0: I'm always fascinated anytime new Pokemon cards come out. And even when we do our Mm -hmm. unboxings, which we'll probably do one next week, because we just got the next set in which cards are the cards that pop Kind of immediately, mm-hmm. and then which yeah. ones are the ones that that kind of stick for a while? Because there's there's always at least four or five that will pop immediately at, during a new release, and then uh, once it's been out for a little bit, they'll start to settle. But then there's always at least two or three that stick in that yeah. like two to three hundred dollar range mm-hmm. for for a card, which is which is fascinating. True. Yeah, that's that me. And fun- like a, I was about to say that's me
1: and like Funko Pops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't i don't like collect
1: them or anything but i, I do like them i'm sorry hofer but like it's okay but like when i'll get them i'll like look at it and i'll be like oh that's worth a lot of money now and i'm like eh. <laughs> i go and then just to purposefully anger everyone i go and take it out of the box <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: yeah jim that sounds like a great idea for an article that 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 which cards are like the most expensive card in that set that sounds like a great idea for an article that I will write in the next couple of weeks. Oh, hey. So look for that on comicbook.com.
1: <laughs> Here's the card you're looking for if you want to make money.
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, Let's Go. Uh, there's a promo right now where I guess if you go to Best Buy, you can get a Mewtwo for free.
2: Yeah, this this that's exactly, that's the story. There we go. <laughs> next bullet point. It I think it starts I think it starts technically like November 1st or November 2nd. Yeah. So just to be careful, wait until next week to go out and grab it. But yeah, you can get a Mewtwo. Uh, but you need Pokemon your, Pass, right? You Yes, you need Pokemon Pass. You need a Pokemon Let's Go game, so either Pikachu or Eevee, and then you can uh, you know, get yourself a Mewtwo. Do you have to bring case.
0: your Switch or can you just bring No, no, no.
2: Yeah. So how how the Pokemon Pass works, you download the app, it gives you a code, you go to the location, I think you scan like a QR code within Mm -hmm. this Pokemon Pass app, you scan it, it gives you a code that then you can take home and use with your Nintendo Switch. So like the entire point of the Pokemon Pass is, it's, it's a really terrible idea to bring your precious four hundred dollar uh <laughs> you know console out to like Best Buy or something like that. And I think they were getting tired of like the cards because yeah. people you know, you would run out of those cards mm-hmm. and then it became or people like,
0: would like take seven of them and then sell yeah. them.
2: Yeah. That's you know, we call that Jim Viscardian. Wow, uh,
0: no I have <laughs> never done that for the record.
2: <laughs> Anyways, but yeah so you have to be well, this like grifter. i love it it's like every week i just come up with a new way to slander you (laughs) Um, but anyways uh yeah so the pokemon pass app which is free to download it's a it's actually a really clever thing i wish it would get used more often yeah um like i haven't i I think that maybe with the release of pokemon sword and shield um you know they were kind of limited in what they could do with pokemon uh let's go since there's only like 160, 170 Pokemon, because all they had were uh, your Kanto Pokemon, the Alola variants, and then Melton and Melmetal. Um, but now you can get, you know, 400-some Pokemon. So I'm sure they'll be using that app a lot more here in the coming mm. months slash years.
0: This next bit of news I am truly a bit saddened by, uh, the fact that they are not making any more Let's Go games.
2: Yeah, this one, this one was a kind of a weird story. So, when Pokemon Let's Go came out, they kind of marketed it as, like, these are a new main series games. We're going to have two main series games. We're going to have the Let's Go games, which are going to be geared towards casual gamers. You know, people, you know, like, who played Pokemon as a kid and, you know, uh, are now adults and want to play it with their kids. Or just, you know, don't really want to, like, delve into like, you know, the complexities of the modern Pokemon game. And then we will have our normal Pokemon games, which, you know, like Pokemon Sword and Shield. So that's how they kind of, like, have, like, referred to it. But in some recent interviews that we'll talk about more in a little bit, one of the things that came out about it was they're not going to make any more Pokemon Let's Go games. At least there's no immediate plans for it. Now, that can change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we're not going to make any more remakes. And, you know, that always turns out to be a <laughs> load of... Uh, but you know right now it doesn't seem like those games are on the horizon, which I think is is, is disappointing like yeah. you know I well I think there are,
0: I, I always figured yeah. that these would just be easy ways for them to slowly work on the animations and things like that for the other Pokemon that you could then theoretically bring into sword and Shield and be and beyond
2: types yeah and you know we've had new Pokemon games every holiday season for the last going on four years mm-hmm. dates back to 2016 and if they just stick with those main series games they're not going to be able to keep that up so Mm -hmm. you know those let's go games you know they're they're straight remakes so they don't have to do as i mean they have to build a new game yes you know clearly but at the same time they don't have to you know like design work work is is, yeah yeah,
0: design work they don't need to design any new pokemon they don't need to design up a new story they like they literally just need to build it and let you do the things that you would normally do in those games.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they already have the engine for it, too. So that that kind of surprised me as well. Well,
0: and that was the other thing, too. Like, they made such a big push for that Pokeball peripheral, that, mm-hmm. like, you know, if, if for you to bring your Pokemon with you and mm-hmm. give it experience on the go and things like that. that like, I thought... Because of that peripheral, like they were, they were in this kind of for a long haul. Because as far as we can tell, you can't use that for Sword and Shield,
2: right? Yeah, I don't. No, you can't.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, what the hell was the point of people who spent eighty bucks on their Pokeball peripheral if it was only going to be used for one game? Money, I, mean,
1: Jim. I <laughs> mean, money. I mean, here's the thing. Just knowing how press works in Japan, I don't believe this interview at all. Not a single bit. That answer, the answer they gave about we don't have any immediate plans. I've heard that from dozens of like Japanese game developer pr PR firms and anime firms and manga firms. Three months later, after their next big title comes out, because they don't want to distract attention, guess what we're working on? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. It happens every
1: single time. I'm sure yeah. they don't have immediate plans, and that's like the large cap And by immediate here. plans,
0: they mean like they, tomorrow. They, they don't, yeah, but they don't have a firm release date. They for don't. Have, yeah. They have a three month yeah. plan. Yeah.
1: yeah, they don't yeah. have an immediate. Like that. That is how they get away with it, time and time again. Japanese PR firms are just on another level sometimes. So, like, I don't really believe it i think immediate does not constitute next year i mean we might not get one next year that's that's something i understand they're doing research with like the first let's go game but i definitely mm. think that with some fine like tweaking and tuning like we'll get another one i have no doubt about that so it's just
0: it's bold claim for megan
1: oh yeah, yeah. I megan
2: mean, megan is calling out you know our <laughs> our gaming company counterparts is fake news so you know
1: <laughs> i don't think it's fake news they're reporting <laughs> no, the correct right the, I, the they the got told the same.
0: They, they got told the thing they yeah and, yeah and i don't chose believe, to believe the lie
1: and i don't believe that the pokemon company is lying either i just think in their understanding of immediacy is different from our idea of we're never gonna get one again oh my god right, no they're the immediately
0: news. releasing sword and shield yeah so. and they're immediately
1: yeah. gonna want to do press for that and they're not gonna want to distract away from it um yeah so i am Very confident that we're getting another one. It's just right now that is so (laughs) not what the Pokemon company wants to talk about.
2: So yeah, I definitely think that we will get more remakes down the line. I mean, you know, people people have wanted, been clamoring for the Gen Four remakes for for freaking ever. So you know, I I think that we'll we'll definitely get them somewhere Mm -hmm. some uh, sometime down the road. I am a little bit curious though. If, you know, their plan is not to kind of rotate Let's Go and the main series, like what that means, because, you know, I think there's, I don't want to say there's an expectation. Like, I I don't know Nintendo's in her workings, and I refuse to feed into the narrative that the only reason that Pokemon Sword and Shield doesn't have like all like 900 Pokemon is because, you know, Nintendo is demanding that they get this thing out for the holiday season. However, I do think that, you know, the Pokemon, the the Pokemon games are steady sellers. You're, you're Mm. going to make good money off those suckers every freaking year that they come out with one. And so like, you know, I, I thought that the let's go was like a good way to like, you know, because people have kind of complained about, uh, Pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon. Like it it was literally the exact same game, Mm -hmm. uh, like 90% of it, you know, it, there, there was, you know, a different ending to it. Uh, Like it it did like deviate there, but at the same time, a lot of it didn't have like the sequel feeling that like, you know, games like Pokemon Emerald or Pokemon Crystal had and, Mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. And so, you know, I think that, you know, Let's Go was a way around that because it's that same, like, I don't want to say it's less work. You know, to make one of those games, hypothetically, than there is a brand new Pokemon game. And so I thought that was like a good compromise. So I, I am curious But also if...
0: but also too, like if fans getting into this want to go back and play the older games, like it's kinda it's harder to get your hands on the peripherals that you need mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. play the stuff than than it is, you know, to just like if they did an alternate, right? Like yeah. one year's yeah. let's go, one year's new game, one year's let's go, one year's new game.
2: And that that was one of the reasons why I mean I know like for instance there's a Zelda game that came out this year you know Link's yes. Awakening and the entire reason they like they said they're like yeah why why did you make this like okay you know why did you remake an okay Zelda game? Like a Zelda you- game Hoffer we'll talk later <laughs> uh, but you know and like they're like well it's because like the current generation has like no way of playing it and mm-hmm. we have a way you know with the Switch we realize this is a good way of reintroducing this game to like a new generation and you know and and, like i loved link's awakening don't mm -hmm. don't get me wrong it's just like not what i think of when i think of like a core
0: what's the game we need to remake that one yeah
2: yeah exactly like you know like that that was my thing was like when when that when they they came out with that i was like oh yes it's it's literally the like one zelda story that has no impact on canon whatsoever well and they
0: could have just as easily put that out on the virtual console
2: Yeah, yeah. And they they chose not to. They chose to remake it because they wanted to present it for a new modern audience. And that's what these Let's Go games would also do.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we got to take a break. When we get back, we're going to, uh, we got a bunch of more information from uh, the uh, said interviews about Sword and Shield. So we're going to go into that when we get back. Okay, so everyone but us got to talk to Game Freak, and <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of stuff came out, sort of about Sword and Shield. I uh, enough say stuff.
2: A lot of stuff. Enough. There's stuff. enough to put into like one segment, but a lot of this isn't like necessarily like new information. It's yeah, no, but there's a just... lot, but there's
0: there's some confirmations and stuff in here. Like yeah. you know, I think you know the 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 first one I'll go to is just like there's going to be no Pokemon Go um, connection for this game, which, now, which, we, which I think people expect it, but also is a bit of a surprise. I mean just to to, li- to put out there, right? Like I don't yeah. think anyone was expecting Pokemon Go to start rolling out, you know, Galar Pokemon right from the get go. But at the same time, I think people may have expected Galar evolutions sooner than later, and why wouldn't those necessarily um connect with Pokemon Go. Well,
2: you know, with the, the with the Pokemon Go thing, you know, so with Pokemon Let's Go going back to Pokemon Let's Go, you know, we had that direct link. You pulled up your yep. phone, you had the switch, and they would talk to each other. That's not that that functionality is not in it. How it's gonna work is it's gonna go through the Pokemon Home app, which we already knew about. Mm-hmm. You know, they technically confirmed this back when they announced Pokemon Home, but this was an explicit confirmation of it. And, you know, a big part of the reason is is Because not all the Pokemon are going to be in this game. And it's not like with Pokemon Let's Go where it's like, yeah, your original 151. Everyone knows the Mm -hmm. original 151. I think with Pokemon Go... Because it's basically going to be a crapshoot of which Pokemon are getting put into Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think there would be extra rules and functionality. It probably wouldn't be that hard of a thing to do. But I think that, you know, with Pokemon Home coming out, that's going to be your one-stop shop for transfers moving forward. So, you know, and that was that was always the plan.
0: They also confirmed the length of gameplay, which is not necessarily a surprise.
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be the same length as other Pokemon games. I I, I I will admit, I thought this was a little bit surprising, only because... Well, just they, for
0: everyone's edification, it's about 20 to 30 hours.
2: Yeah, which, you know, anyone who's, like, actually played a Pokemon game, like, you know, if if you go and you sit through and, like, sit down and, like, I'm going to play this Pokemon game in order to beat it. Yes, it takes 20 to 30 hours. If you're like me, and, like, I am going to pick apart this world with a fine tooth comb, like, it takes me, like, 100 hours to complete one of these games. If not more. Like, I think on Pokemon XY, I think I have, like, 400 hours in that game. <laughs> um, uh, and I fully expect Sword and Shield will be the same, but... You know, I, I will say I was a little bit surprised just because the size of the wild area. So we we have mm-hmm. a rough knowledge of how big the wild area is going to be, and they're saying I have no reason to doubt this. It's the size of two regions. Jeez.
0: So that that was going to be a thing. I was. To, it says twenty to thirty hours, but do we think it's going to feel? Because twenty to thirty hours is not is not terribly long. No. But do we think it's going to feel that way given the new style of gameplay and how the world is built? compared to previous games
2: i mean i think this is going to be kind of a situation similar to breath of the wild you know this Mm -hmm. pokemon pokemon sword and shield is not an open world game let's let's get that out of of the way however you know breath of the wild is a game which has a plot that you can complete in 20 to 30 maybe more like 30 to 40 hours you know however if you're just trying to beat the game you're going to miss out on so freaking much Mm -hmm it's kind of like what's what's even the point point? and i i got a feeling like yeah like you could complete this game in 20 30 hours but that's only hitting the eight gyms leveling up your pokemon getting the team together that you need to beat the pokemon championship and complete whatever like the side plot is involving the you know legendary pokemon you know whoever is the actual bad guy in this game like no one thinks it's team yell that's my yeah. other thing <laughs> that i love it's like Absolutely, no one thinks Team Yell is actually the bad guys. They, they like you know, like Team Skull, like they presented Team Skulls like yeah, it's a bunch. It, 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 they're a gang, and like people are like, oh yeah, Team Skull is definitely the bad guys, and they kind of were. They weren't really the bad guys, but you know, they were a recurring nemesis. It's like yeah, like Team Yellow's like yeah, they're they're British soccer fans, and it's like oh okay. So who's the real, like, and so immediately people are like, okay, so which of the characters that we've got here actually looks shady? Like, who's who's the real shady people? Like, you know, is it the professor? Is it the dude with the cape? Is it, is it the head of the Pokemon League? Like, who's the actual bad guy here? Because it's not these jokers. But yeah, so like, if if you, if you are only out to beat the bad guys and become Pokemon champion, this will take 20 to 30 hours to complete. That's, that's how long these other games have taken too. Hopefully there won't be as many like mandatory cutscenes like there was in Pokemon mm. Sun and Moon because mm-hmm. I those it's were those were terrible. Yeah, I just wanted to punch Hal in the face. I'm... <laughs> I did not like that kid by the end of the game. Like I was like, dude, you are a slacker and a loser and a waste of time. Like go back to eating your treats and just like leave leave those of us who are actually trying to do a job alone. Like <laughs> you know, I just wanted to kick him off the boat. And, like, you know, tie them to, like, one of those, like, tel- the Delmies, you know, the ghost anchor Pokemon, and just drop them in the ocean.
1: Wow. Jeez, Hoffer, getting dark.
2: Wow. Well, we're getting to that time of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I'll let you talk about the uh, Sobble thing, because in the notes it was in all caps. Yes. A lot of all caps.
2: So, um, if, if you've been following ComicBook.com's coverage of Pokemon Sword and Shield... You will know that we are your uh, go-to source for Sable news. Uh, <laughs> so we had two bits of Sable news this week. The first, uh, uh, the Japanese site uh, Famitsu uh, released a bit of video which shows, like, okay, this is what happens when you choose your trainer or you choose your starter Pokemon. And so, like, you know, you, like, go and, like, uh, fist bump Grookey and you, like, high-five Scorbunny. But when it comes to Sable, like, Sable like, jumps up and very formally takes your hand with both of his hands and like nervously shakes it and like the internet was like, oh my god, this is how I feel when I meet new people. <laughs> like this is this is a hundred percent like I relate to that. That is hundred percent me. That's me at parties. Like sobble knows what it's like to make friends as an adult. Yes. Yes. And it's it's amazing. sobble is, you know, the best of these starter Pokemon. And it's not even close. Uh the on a side note this 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 is a story that I wrote up today. So there's a uh Japanese store called uh Three Coins and they sell stuff for 300 yen. Um and that's they're kind of like the um like five below type mm-hmm. over there. And so they do merchandise stuff with Pokemon. And so they're getting ready to do a new like pokemon merchandise release and so they had this picture of a bunch of pokemon and they're all preparing like curry or a stew and they're and like for the first time since sobble has been released it shows sobble with a full smile the reason why is he's standing on a pile of cheese and he's holding a big wedge of cheese in like one hand <laughs> and it's like yep this, this truly is the most perfect Pokemon. He loves, <laughs> the only thing that makes him happy is Cheese. I mean, like, this this really is a millennial. <laughs> cheese.
1: Excellent. Yep. No, that, that picture is, like, the cutest thing mm-hmm.
2: I, I I absolutely loved it. I was like, yep, yep, Sobble is definitely going to be my starter. <laughs> like, I don't yep. think I have a choice in this matter. Like, no, I just want to protect him and, you know, give him, like, reasonable deadlines in healthcare. you know (laughs) give him meal have him earn enough money that he can pay off his student loans in a timely fashion that's 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 all i want for this pokemon good
0: looks like game freak also said that they are intentionally holding back the reveals which is kind of what we had suspected just by the their sort of release strategy thus far but Mm -hmm. it's uh it always is is interesting when they come out and say it
2: yeah yeah They, they they did confirm that you know they haven't They have, they've definitely been releasing stuff on a drip. And I think that's a good thing. Like, honestly, I I Mm -hmm. think that's, I think that's a really good marketing method. I think it was, you know, um, I I was concerned that they were going to have to do a big info dump after this national Pokedex controversy. And I'm glad that they didn't because that marketing strategy has worked wonders. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think everyone's excited for this game. You know, I think there's a lot of mystery. So there's a lot of excitement about actually... Playing this game, mm-hmm. and it helps that you know it's a lot harder to hack into a Nintendo Switch than it is a Nintendo 3DS. So yeah. no one has clues. Like, um, you can now pre-download your copy of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Usually around this time with past games, everything came out because mm-hmm. you could hack into the 3DS really easy. It is ten thousand percent like it's impossible to do. Like you know, there's there's people that I've been following. Who they do data mines of these games and they've leaked everything since like X and Y and they're like yep not nah, a chance in heck that we're getting this one guys <laughs> yeah. so yeah it'll be it'll be fun I'm well
0: sure. I also love that that it's like it's a one two punch of that because they also have zero regrets for leaving Pokemon out
2: yeah yeah and, and you know their explanation was like I think they were as affected by this controversy and any. You know, they're they a part of the Pokemon community, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um, And, you know, so they were affected by it. But, you know, it really came down to, in their eyes, are we going to prioritize new types of gameplay and new features? Or are we going to keep trying to load up these games so that they are compatible with 800, 900, 1,000 Pokemon species? I don't know if that's the right decision or not. Like, I haven't played Pokemon Sword and Shield. But I do think that, you know, they've ripped the Band-Aid off. And I'm curious to see what they do from here. And I would understand. Like, you know, I think that one of the running complaints about the Pokemon franchise is that it does not innovate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if their claim is, well, that's because we have to, you know, keep programming all these Pokemon. Let's see innovate now. That's, that's mm-hmm. kind of my stance. It's like, let's let's yeah. see what happens. But if, curry, yeah.
0: but if, if making curry is their... Innovation. Yeah. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. gonna call them out.
1: Well, I mean, like this is like I think that that's a very good point. Like the let's try innovation now. They've nailed the Pokemon creation. Like yeah. that's that's what they've done forever. Like in the latest, no spoilers, but in the latest chapter of My Hero Academia, a hero gives a piece of advice that says you have to understand the fundamentals of your power, of your, you know, of your skill set before you can start doing something. There's no such thing unless you're a special case as an effective parallel process and so i think for this game having only just played the little demo that i got to and they are trying to avoid doing the parallel process and that Mm -hmm. is exciting to me we're going to have to see how well their first kind of real big push at innovation goes if that's what this game is fully intending to do and that's what it looks like is trying to do because, yeah. you know, five years down the line, three years, however long that process takes for them to nail the innovation process, which, again, isn't something you could really nail, but they get a better handle on it. You know, then we might we might see the national dex comes back. I don't I don't know how likely that is to happen now that they've ripped the band aid. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very smart of them to finally say, okay, let's not try to do a parallel process. It's not working. Let's just focus on doing this. And if that means we can't have everybody, then that's okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. and you know we we do know that there's there's a lot in this game mm-hmm. that we've never gotten before. You know those the max curry. raids. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the curry. <laughs> But, you know, we've got the max rates, you know, that that's that's an entirely new mechanic that's never been even remotely tried, you know, like local, you know, like online gameplay in that fashion, mm-hmm. uh, like co-op Pokemon battles. Like we've we've never seen it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never seen, um, you know, the, you, you could say like, you know, there's there's the Dynamax and there's the Gigantamax before. It was always, you know, the 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 closest thing that we've had to that is like, okay, only like a certain gender of Pokemon can evolve. You know, we've we've never had like only a small percentage, like only specific kinds of this, and you're going to have to go and figure those out. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never had the wild area where there are mm-hmm. going to be Pokemon that you will encounter that are way beyond your level and will kick your butt unless yeah. you run away.
1: Machamp's going to be running <laughs> at you like he's, it's he's coming. Like he's a got four Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Are you approaching me? Yes, and I'm running. <laughs>
2: it's like he's got four fists and he knows how to use them.
0: So run! Basically. Um, I'm excited. Look, we're we're getting closer and closer and closer. I'm so excited. Review yeah. you, review shield. copies are should be coming shield. pretty soon.
1: Shield, 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 shield. It's
0: going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm um, also excited. Before we get to the Pokemon fact of the week, let's—I want to read some reviews, and then we'll get to the fact, and then uh, roll on out of here. Uh, we're going to read two reviews this week. Uh, first one is from uh, Gryffindor Team Captain.
1: Hey.
0: Uh, Thursdays are my hardest days at work, but after finding a wild podcast, I have actually been enjoying these days. Fantastic personalities and similar opinions is why I have to come to lo- why I've, I have come to love this podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Simply amazing. P.S. Wudo is way cool is a way cooler rock pokemon than Geodude. Crossing my fingers yeah. that he gets a Galar form. That would be cool.
2: That would be cool. I
1: would I, love like a full like little tiny bonsai sudo <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I would like to see like a Stonehenge version of sudo Um, that mm-hmm. that feels very British to me. Mm-hmm. And yes, I agree that sudo stop stop. I'm moving on. The next rock. review is
0: from uh, Kyle Velappy. Uh, my daily commute uh, to work has transformed into something I look I can look forward to, so I can enjoy this podcast, entertaining commentary on upcoming Pokemon stuff. And in parentheses, uh, all the Pokemon stuffs. Non offensive language and just all around fun. I cannot wait for the next Nintendo Direct to have all y'all point out the stuff I've missed. Keep up the great content. Mm. So thank you, Kyle. Thank Game-like you, Gryffindor Team Captain. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting hey, hey, I
2: get one. I get
0: one. <laughs> 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 all right, Christian, what is uh, the Pokemon Fact of the Week? Uh,
2: yes, yeah, so uh, this is our final Halloween Fact. So I, I dug in, I was looking around for some of the more. Uh, less popular ghost type pokemon and i came to one of those pokemon which kind of gets commonly criticized uh this this is the uh, litwick family of pokemon so you know yeah. litwick is literally it's it's a little candle with a little purple flame and a face and people mm-hmm. that's it's one of those pokemon that people are like did they stop trying? <laughs> you know.
0: Okay, but you can't you can't look at Litwick and say that, and then look at Alcreme and be like, "Oh my god, that's brilliant!" Because it's basically the same thing.
2: I never am the one to say that. Let, <laughs> let's let's be clear. I love all the Pokemon equally, with the exception of Geo Anyways, <laughs> it's evolution Lampet. It. The entire line has like this like dark little side fact to it. It's got these little flames, these purple flames, and they they don't burn using oxygen. They burn using souls. So that's that's creepy, you know. So like Litwick like hangs around people, like sucks their like life force from them and then that's what it uses to burn a scandal. That's creepy, you know. like, you know, that that's that's creepy. <laughs> Lampit takes things a step farther. Lampit Hangs around hospitals. Oh no! When people die, it steals their souls before they can pass on to the afterlife, <gasps> and then it uses it as it uses those souls as fuel for its "quote unquote" baleful fire. It's it's literally robbing
0: people of
2: like the afterlife. <laughs> That's horrifying. It hangs out. in at hospitals. It is sucks like souls. Is it like
0: the Pokemon? world version of like purgatory like if you get stuck in a <laughs> oh. lamp it's well, purgatory
2: then they talk about it's like yeah and those who get burned by the like those spirits who get burned by these uh th- these fires are doomed to walk the earth for eternity it's like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> does it get
0: worse with chandelure or, or no, like it...
2: chandelure is the one who like dooms people to eternity so litwick oh, okay. just you know steals the life force and uses that as ambient energy like fine whatever it's like you know not the first pokemon that you know drains people of their life force mm-hmm. lamp it steals the souls of the recently deceased and then chandelure damns people for all eternity you can just
0: imagine like if you're living in this world and all of a sudden there's just a bunch of lampers just like hanging out yeah. at a hospital it's like i know what you're doing like you have to like go with a broom and shoo them away <laughs> like no 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 Like leave my leave my grandmother's soul alone
1: You know, probably.
0: Or just like, 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 are there like Lampoor traps? You know that then they have to go like into the forest and release them again and like go (laughs) feast on the souls of dead animals or something. Like, get away from this hospital. My favorite
1: thing with this is like, imagine in a hospital, Pokemon world, Nurse Jenny's there because obviously hospitals need security, you know, in case people come in. The thing is, is Pokemon always shows these like police officers taking care of, like, baddie criminals, like Jesse James, Team Rocket, all the different teams. I'm sure Team Yell in the, in the Sword and Shield games. The thing is, though, is they need to be going around fighting these evil Pokemon. Like, <laughs> Nurse Jenny, They like, the hospital security Look, They are need just, to be Pokemon. They are just
0: trainers. trying to survive. It's not like you're gonna, you know, go and get rid of crows or vultures or whatnot. They just need, like I said, they're like raccoons, right? Like They're basically the sole equivalent of raccoons. <laughs> they're, <right>? soul-eating raccoons. <laughs> they're soul-eating raccoons. They're soul-eating So, you know, basically, if you've got a raccoon living in your attic, you have to set a trap to catch the raccoon and then release it back into the wild far away from your home so it doesn't come back. Same thing needs to happen for these. And if the Pokemon world doesn't have these yet, then someone's going to get rich uh, keeping Lampures away from hospitals.
2: I I can't wait until we get like Pokemon prison and Pokemon rehabilitation where the bad guy is like a prison warden who's like Lampet can just be used as court is, you know, as the death penalty. You know, we'll simply, like, feed them oh, the God. souls of the executed. And, like, you're like, no, that's that's horrifying! <laughs> you're <What? damming laughs> them twice. Why are you doing this? And, like, that's the story. It's like, we're one step away from, like, uh, an Azkaban situation here. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just, like, throw people away. It's like, oh, yeah, like, Lampets, you know, we've, we've just got a bunch of ghost Pokemon hanging around outside. You can try to escape, but they will, like, consume your life force. Damn you to hell. And also, I don't know, you become a ghost Pokemon doomed to do the same thing over and over again.
0: There are a lot of really weird, real-world implications with this one that uh, I I had not expected until we started talking about (laughs) it.
1: Now all I can think of is, like, Lampets are the... Pokemon to Dementor. Well,
0: right. Well, it's just like one of those things, right? Where you like, you know, when they show those commercials of Pokemon living in this world or whatnot, and they're showing cityscapes or whatnot. Now, when now, when you know, when there's a bunch of lampants or whatever, just you know, uh, in a, in a crowd together, you know, mm, someone's gonna die over there. So yeah, I,
2: I, I really can't wait until we get like Detective Pikachu too. Where <laughs> so, <it's> like...
0: <laughs> so basically,
1: Lampets are like hospital cats, like how they say yeah. cats can tell when someone's gonna die. Yeah. basically. They're the lampets. Yeah. <laughs> we've compared
0: yes. them to a lot of things today: hospital cats, uh, soul-eating raccoons, uh, dementors. A lot of, a, a lot, lot of things.
1: fantastic things. God, I approve.
2: This is why you need to listen to this podcast until the very end.
0: If this is your first one, it, it, there's plenty of these. We got what the episode twenty-seven. There's twenty-six more that yeah. are. Some are equally as horrifying. Some are maybe a little less so. Uh, but this is probably the one we've had uh, a bit more fun with. Than, uh, than some other ones. So <laughs> Usually
2: uh, we just all stare into the camera in existential <laughs> horror. That's how we end the show.
1: Yeah, this time we got through it. We're getting used to it. That's it. it. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. We're, we've, <laughs> our hearts have become hardened to the real world Pokemon implications. Uh, if you're new to this show, please tell your friends about us. Uh, we want more Pokemon fans to come join us in this fun that we have together. There's a lot of Pokemon podcasts out there, but none of them. Give you the quality of entertainment that we do. So tell all your friends if they listen to other Pokemon podcasts that, ah, screw that one. Come listen to a wild podcast disappear. We have way more fun. Yeah. Why and, are we
2: starting Pokemon podcast flame wars? There's no, no, enough no. space for all of us.
0: Sure.
1: There's enough space. But we I, I dare say we are probably the only Pokemon podcast out there that both equally loves and hates Geodude in the same
2: yeah. measure. That's true. <laughs> That's true.
0: No other no other show does that. If you're new to the show, the show is weekly, every Thursday, wherever podcasts can be found. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it. Po- if there are podcasts there, we are there. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Again, if you uh, would like a chance to win a t-shirt, leave a five-star review on iTunes. If we read it on the air, you can email us at editor at comicbook.com or hit any one of us up on Twitter and we'll find a way to uh, get a shirt out to you post-haste. We have a new batch going out uh, probably later this week for some of the folks uh, from last week and the week before that. So be on the lookout there. Like I said, we're on the the getting closer and closer to Mm -hmm. Sword and Shield, and uh, it's just going to open a whole bunch of new doors as we play through it, talk about it, uh, and I'm sure we will find a way to battle each other's teams uh, live on air one way or the other, because that's what I'm looking forward to. Because Jim likes to win, and he likes to show people when he wins. So... (laughs) And
2: Jim's been racking up a bunch of L's on this podcast lately.
0: Wow. (laughs) Not true. Not true. (laughs) Not even a little true. Well, that's going to do it for us here today at A Wild Podcast has appeared. We will see you at the same place, same time next week. We'll catch you then.